Welcome to Let's Be Frank with Eric Reese. Topics we want to talk about and topics we don't want to talk about revolving around college. Welcome back to Let's Be Frank. This is Eric Ruiz speaking, and with me today we have uh, Nicolina here. Say hi. Hi. So she's a little nervous. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And you'll be fine. Uh, today's topic is about is to all you parents out there, uh, and and sometimes we get a little nervous about that. Sometimes we get a little ner- nervous talking with parents because. You know, nobody, nobody's going to want to, um, you don't want any parent to tell, to tell you how you should raise your kids, what you should do to, uh, to make their, their lives better and things like that. But yet there's these people that work at colleges that are telling you all the time on what their child should be doing for the better of them. Um, we've heard many times, um, like I've been on the phone when parents are like, I know what's best for my child. You know, and, and and all that, and that's um, and you do, you do know what's best for your child, but I'm just an outside source, just <laughs> trying to help out. Uh, so we want to talk about, we want to talk to the parents, we want to talk to uh, to you all about about how to best support your your child um, how, when they are looking to go to college, uh, how to best support them when they all of a sudden don't know what to. Uh, to do like uh, like when their student comes up to them and says um, I kind of want to change my major um, whoops just got to turn down my speaker um, and they and, and we want to be able to share with you some of the things that we've come across or some best practices that we believe uh, will help you in, in talking to your uh, to your uh, son or daughter um, you know but I'm going to have Nikki first start off here with, uh, I mean, she went to college, she had parents or still has parents, <laughs> right? And uh, and all that. Nikki, how were your parents? Uh, were they helpful? Were they not helpful? Yeah. So my parents are both very supportive when I went to school, um, especially when I was starting the college search pro- search process. Um, my mom was really really involved in everything that was going on. Um, my dad was supportive as well, but he just kind of like stood by the wayside and he was like, whatever makes you happy. (laughs) Um, but my mom was really supportive and kind of helped me navigate the whole college search process. So I'm really fortunate to be able to have had them there throughout that process. Um, was your mom, was your mom the type that, so your mom wasn't the type that said, Hey, like you're, you're an adult, you're 18, you're on your own. No. So she kind of did to the extent where she told me like, this is one of the biggest decisions you're going to make as an adult. So I want you to do what's best for you. Um, and then she of course had her input, you know, cause you know, my, my parents did help me financially with school. So of course I wanted their input in, re- in regards to what was the best situation for me, you know, where should I go? Where should I start? Um, so they definitely had an input and they were there to support me, but a lot majority of it tended to be them kind of helping to guide me in the direction that was best for me personally as opposed to what they thought was best for me nice nice so uh my parents were were more of the like far away support Mm -hmm. like like i i told them i wanted to go to college they're like awesome (laughs) good luck like they didn't i mean they they were definitely not the type that that said uh you know you're on your own but Mm -hmm. they were just like great 
like figure it out and mm-hmm. and we'll be there at the end yeah uh and all that and there's all different types of parents uh out there so for you parents that are listening you know think about think about a few things really quick what type of parent are you when your child goes through some kind of um major decisions are you a sit back and let's see what they do are you a uh let me just tell them the right thing to do based on your own knowledge uh or are you the type of of the i don't i don't really care uh, you know whatever whatever they decide you know i'm i'm you know it's on them um and once you make that decision then you want to kind of ask yourself what kind of what kind of role do you want to play when it comes to college what kind of role do you want to play in your in your son or daughter's life when they are that 18 year old or 19 or 20 year old and they're trying to make all these decisions right um so what kind of supporter are you going to want to be right uh so so i have a daughter that actually today was her last day of kindergarten and uh so she's not old enough to go to college yet but (laughs) i try to think about that it's like what kind of person am i going to what kind of parents am I going to be? Because my parents, they were supportive, but from far away. Am I going to be the same or am I going to be fully involved? Should I be fully involved? You know, um, for those of you, I'm not, Nikki, I don't know if your mom was like this, but we've met plenty of parents that are, we call them helicopter parents, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And like, they won't leave us alone, <laughs> right? They keep calling. They keep, they, you know, I'll ask the kids something like I'm sitting in the in the office and I'm talking with with the student mm. like eye contact <laughs> and the and the parents will just like interrupt that eye contact and be like, let me answer for it. Right. <laughs> like, I hope I'm not that kind of parent. <laughs> and for you parents, you know who you are. You know, you know where you are. Have you ever met one of those? Uh, yes, frequently. <laughs> and then. You got those. So those are just the helicopter parents. Mm-hmm. But then you got the people that like actually applied for their student, mm-hmm. like applied or maybe even sometimes wrote their essay for them. Yeah. Uh, we call those bulldozer parents. Uh, <laughs> they just plow right through you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and all that. And, uh, you know, I don't want to be that type of parent either. You know, my hope is that I'm going to be that type of parent where um, where I'm going to be able to ask them what is it that they want and then give them options of different pathways that they can take down and, and possibly help them with uh, if you take this pathway here might be the outcome and then and then hopefully lean them towards uh, better options not the right option because there is no right option right there's 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 no right option mm-hmm. until until you finish yeah right so um, what kind of experiences have you had working with parents so every parent is different um even for like the parents that are bulldozer parents i don't want people to think that you know they're annoying us like even if we may be like okay well this parent just called me yesterday oh my gosh they're calling me again you know i don't want parents to think that if they're if they would qualify themselves as a bulldozer parent if that's a negative thing because 
you know, we understand that you want the best for your child and we understand that, you know, everything that you're doing, you're doing because you want to make sure that they're successful. So I don't want there to be like a negative connotation around that. Um, you know, because we do understand that you care about your child and we care about your child as well. We want to make sure that they have everything they need to be successful moving forward within their college career. Um, I think kind of just mirror what Eric said in terms of do some self-reflection even before you start going on college visits just to figure out what would work best because we've had parents where, you know, we, the, we've had some students where the parents won't even come to the visits. You know, I have talked to students and they said, you know what, my parents said they'll help me file the FAFSA, but otherwise they're not helping me at all. And, you know, it's really stressful for the students because they don't feel like there's that support there. Um, we also get parents kind of like bulldozer parents where they come in and they want to be involved in every single process. Um, even once they start school, you know, if they're a sophomore, junior in college, you know, if they, and they've been here for a few years, we're still getting parents that call us with questions about, you know, what is the situation? How do we handle the situation? We're still getting calls from parents of current students. Um, and then there's always something in between, you know, where some parents are heavily involved, some parents are kind of hands off, where they just kind of watch everything from a side. So my biggest advice would be somewhere in to be try to be somewhere in the middle, because coming out of high school, even if your student is a transfer student, um, coming into a university is always a big adjustment, whether it's coming from high school or community college. And one of the biggest things I try to help my students with is sort of developing that independence. Um, and by having kind of a hands-off experience, this is typically what I see that kind of lends to more successful, uh, what do I call, more successful adherence to college policies, as well as being able just to transition better. Um, having that hands-off experience lets them know that you're there to support them if you ever need them, but it also kind of lets go of their hand a little bit, so that way if they have issues, um, they can figure out resources at their school to teach them how to be resourceful on their own without relying on their parents. So just based on my personal experience, those students that have parents that are somewhere in the middle between hands-off and bulldozer tend to <laughs> set their set their kids up for success because it's teaching them that there are other resources. And especially now that you're an, an adult, it's time to start stepping up for, your, for yourself, you know, but always being there as well in the background just in case they do need that support for whatever it may be. So what are those things that do you think that they should be like avoiding? Like you mentioned, like if you if you're kind of in between there, mm -hmm. you're kind of setting your 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 son or daughter up for success, you know, just continue to be, uh, being there. But um, I mean, we've met parents that yep. that uh, almost not by their own fault, but like doesn't necessarily help the student. Mm -hmm. Like what would those be? So I think from my personal experience, one of the biggest things that kind of can be a point of tension between students and parents in regards to this college process is telling them what to do, honestly, because, you know, especially, you know, high school students, you know, they think they know everything. They're smarter than we are <laughs> until they grow up and they realize they're not. But <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. I thought I was one of those. Two. Yeah, I, I think I did, too. I think all of us do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you have 17, 18 year olds, even some transfer students who they know what they want to do. And that's what they want to do. And that's it. Um, you know, and it, it's particularly tough if it's a major that students aren't and their parents aren't always in agreement on. So I think having a point of tension where you disagree about a major or you disagree about a career outlook or about, you know, whether they should go to community college or start at a university, kind of just being open-minded is the first point. 
Because if you have this point of tension between you where you aren't in agreement about something, especially if it's important to your student, um, that's kind of going to set any kind of admissions appointment or any kind of college visit off to a bad start because that already kind of lets the student know that there might not be that support that they need. Um, you know, this is a time for them to grow and for them to kind of discover who they are and what they want to do. So, you know, let's say your student comes to you and they want to major in psychology or they want to major in philosophy, but you want them to go into business, you know, try to avoid saying, well, you're not going to do anything with that career. Don't do that because that's going to set them off to a negative start and it's going to make them doubt themselves. Um, you know, if they're going to change their major, you know, kind of let them figure that out on, on their own. But definitely be open minded is the biggest thing that I would say in regards to making sure that there's the most open communication possible and moving forward, making sure that if your student has any questions, you know, making sure that if they have concerns, they bring them up. So just being open minded to the whole process as a whole, as opposed to saying, no, my student has to do this because that's what I think they need to do. Um so yeah, you mentioned about open communication mm-hmm. and and how important that that would be um, with that. So so it's very important. It's it's one thing to know your child, right? It's another thing to talk to your child, mm-hmm. right? Talking to your son or daughter and actually trying to listen to see what exactly what kind of person they are. Because mm-hmm. I've had appointments where where parents have stepped out. And the student has told me, it's like, man, I feel like they are the ones mm-hmm. going to college here because they're answering all the questions and they're not giving the chance to the student, uh, for the student to answer the question or the complete opposite where the parent steps out mm-hmm. and I've had to like pry it out of the students, like what's yeah. going on? Because the parent is like saying, like telling them, like pushing them, it's like answer, answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they leave and I'm like, are you okay? It's like, no, I just... I just wish they would just help me mm-hmm. because I don't know. Right. Right. So there's so the students, um, just because just because the parent wants it one way or the student wants it a different yeah. way, they need to communicate to see what kind of support should they be providing mm-hmm. to the students and, and and all that. So, uh, and then you mentioned about the majors. Yes. Um, you know how how important do you think a parent reaction is to hearing something? Like, I, like when they say it's like I'm yeah. thinking about changing a major or I'm thinking about dropping a class mm-hmm. or I'm thinking about the school. How important do you think that reaction of the parent is to that student? The initial reaction. I think the initial reaction is always really important because a lot of students look for confirmation from their parents for anything. You know, they want to know that their parents support what they're doing and that they're proud of them. So you know, college majors, we have so many students that come into us and they say they're undecided. So that's a really big thing that students look for. It's a really big deal for them to decide what they want to do. Um, You know, whether it's going into business or nursing or a liberal arts program or whatever it is that they're interested in doing, if they tell their parent, you know, hey, I want to go into this program. If their parent has like a negative knee-jerk reaction, then that's going to set the student off. Um, for example, I was a history major here, so I had a I have a liberal arts degree, and, you know, I got questions from aunts, even from students, uh, saying, you know, well, what do you want to do with that? If you don't want to teach, then what are you going to do with the history degree? Try to avoid those questions at all costs, especially if the student is still figuring it out, because there are so many things that you can do with a career and with a different major. Um, 
you know, a lot of parents and a lot of students and adults as well, um, I don't think it's specific to parents, but a lot of people assume that a major will determine a student's success. Mm. Um, but a major doesn't determine whether someone is successful or not. It's the student himself. You know, there could be a, someone that has a degree in philosophy and they may get a doctorate, they may be a teacher, they may be a college professor, they may do all these important things and they be, may be very successful. And there can be somebody that has a nursing degree that has, you know, poor work ethic, they aren't successful within their career, they kind of bounce from job to job. You know, having a career path that's typically considered successful doesn't necessarily indicate anything. So be kind of continuing on that open communication and being open-minded, you know, if a student has an idea for something that they want to study that isn't what you would think, try to just let it sit with you and do some research as well. You know, I know a lot of students, especially if, like when my parents, I told them I wanted to be a history major. I initially wanted to be history education, then I just changed it to history. You know, they would ask me, are you, you sure? To, you didn't want to teach those kids, huh? No, no. <laughs> no, I started to look at education courses, and I said, you know what? This isn't for me. So I just changed to straight history, which was fine with me because I've always loved history anyway. So for me, it was it was even better because I get to got to do my favorite courses the rest of my college career. But, you know, choosing something that is kind of not the traditional path of, you know, biology, business, some of those major programs that a lot of people go toward, just keep your mind open, um, research different career options, educate yourselves on the different career choices first, because how you react is going to really determine how the rest of the college search process goes. Because if you go to a, an admissions appointment and every single time you bring up, oh, I wanna be a history major, or I wanna be a philosophy major, if your parent rolls their eyes, it's not gonna, it's not gonna sit well with your student and it's not going to make them feel good about where they want to go to school and what they want to do because they don't feel supported. Um, there are definitely parents that come and they say, you know, my student has to do a business major. Or there are students that I've spoken to where they said, you know, I really want to go into, I forget what, I have a particular student in mind, but I don't remember her major she wanted to go into. I think it was social work. She wanted to go into social work, but her parents told her, you know what, that's not a good career path. You should go into biology and get a doctor to become a physician's assistant. And uh, I was talking to the student on the phone. Her parents weren't there, but I was asking her, well, what do you want? And she said, well, I want to be a social worker, but my parents want this. And I asked her, how does that make you feel? And she said, you know, it's really hard because my parents are telling me this is better for me. Um, but it's really making me not enjoy this process. Um, you know, not having that support system or not even having the willingness to kind of listen to them and see what they're open to um, just sort of creates this general sense of dread when it comes to college because now they're not going to want to go if they feel they can't study what they want to. So, or, in, or if they do study what they want to, they feel like they're letting their parents down. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, having that major and having your first reaction be negative to a major is definitely something that can set the whole college research process off. You know, even if you come to them at, even if your parent, student comes to you at first and they say, I want to do this, you know, even if you have a negative first reaction, like that's okay. Sometimes it just happens, but that doesn't have to set the tone for the entire process. You know, you can sit down with them. You can go to different admissions counselors. You can talk to faculty and we can talk to you about the misconceptions about different degrees and what the actual 
actual career outcomes are. So even if, like, let's say you've had the conversation with the student and you're in a disagreements about a major, that doesn't have to be how it ends. It doesn't have to stay there. You can come to us and we can talk about concerns and, you know, the pros and cons for each program. Um, so, so it doesn't have to stay that way. Going, going to what you were mentioning about um, uh, misconceptions and things like that. Uh, there's a lot of parents out there that have assumptions, mm-hmm. right? Parents, are you one of those people that just have assumptions of what college is about? Just assume that we are, uh, that we're scheming the system, <laughs> or assume that we're just that we're just not giving out scholarships or or things like that, or assume that a major is bad, mm-hmm. right? Here, here's the thing with with uh, on the college side. If we did not think that. There was there's a possibility to that there's a good possibility that you can do something in that major after college. We wouldn't offer it, right? We wouldn't we wouldn't be spending the money to offer those majors mm-hmm. if we didn't think it was possible to to do that. Mm-hmm. What we do know is that those students that are highly enjoying those majors are the ones that are successful. Mm-hmm. If they're not enjoying those majors then they end up changing their career path later in life and things like that. Sometimes they question whether they should have uh, gotten a college degree, mm-hmm. right? Uh, those kind of things. But they feel like they want to stick stick it out with their parents and and go with their assumptions, right? What other assumptions are there? Um, that community college is more exp- or is uh, cheaper than university. Mm. that private schools are more expensive than public schools. That they won't even give us a chance, mm-hmm. right, to even look at that. Yep. Um, other assumptions, I would say that, uh, that you know, we, the admission <coughs> counselors, are not there for the student, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes they just feel like we're just salesmen mm-hmm. for the university, right? And, you know, that hurts. That hurts a, a little bit because I never want to be called a salesman. Mm-hmm. Um I'm sure Nikki doesn't want to be called a salesman. No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but that's what a lot of people think. We work at a private school and we and we talk to you about your college options and things like that. Some people would call us sellers of the school, but um, not, not with our demographics. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if we were the sellers, then we wouldn't have, you know, so many students that need help. Yeah. So many students that need scholarship help and things like that. Yeah. Um, so, um, uh, when it comes to you figuring out, like, okay, so so we've been saying about parents, right? Mm-hmm. Then there's these, then there's these students that don't have parents, mm-hmm. right? There's these students that don't have parents. There's these people that are listening to this that are, that are saying, "Man, I wish I had a mom that mm-hmm. would that would listen to me, or I wish I had that relationship with my dad, uh, and things like that." But then there's other people on this call that, or on this on this call like we're on the phone uh <laughs> there's other people listening that um are um not parents but they are parent figures mm-hmm. of people right um for those of you that are parent figures those that are that are mentors to students or work for a private uh a cbo a community-based organization or something like that you have to realize that you are a parent figure as well and all these things are 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 mentioned to to you as well. So you can't just you can't um if you're going to take on that 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 type of responsibility, you want to make sure that you're going to communicate with your student, whoever you're working with. You want to make sure that you can gain their trust 
and they're going to be watching out for your first impressions, your reactions to things. All right. So you want to make sure that you um, you keep all those things, all those things in mind. So let's talk a little bit about um, parents choosing, parents helping out with choosing a college. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been to college fairs Mm -hmm. and like the families are walking over and usually the student is, you know, the parents are walking side by side and they're looking at on each aisle, on each side of the tables and they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. While the student is behind them. Mm-hmm. You know, watching, you know, doing something on their phone, TikToking yep. or whatever, or or um, uh, hanging out with their friends, mm-hmm. right? How can parents get their students engaged? What about those? You know, so though we got parents that that like are saying it's like I can't get my student to look up, to mm-hmm. look up any school or anything like that. What can we do to help that those parents out? So that's always a tough question um, because we see that on our end as well. You know, there are some students, like whenever we go to college fairs, there are just students that are, you know, just kind of walking around the aisles. They're kind of just meandering with no set goal as to who to talk to. Um, You know, it's it's always tough to try to get them to get them to engage. The biggest thing that I will like to, I'll ask them is, just trying not to focus so much on the college admission side, but just trying to figure out what it is they want. Because that's kind of why we come off as co- as salesmen. Uh, because we're always like, well, you can apply this, and we have th- these kind of scholarships, and th- you can apply FAFSA, and this is what will happen afterwards. And trying to get them to engage, probably the easiest way to approach it would be just to take a general approach to the conversation. So don't make it about, well, what colleges do you want to go to? Do you want to go to U of I? Do you want to go to USF? I hope you want to come to USF. (laughs) But, you know, don't specifically ask them about schools and where they want to go and why. Take an approach as to asking them what it is that interests them. What are they thinking about studying? Um, Because that doesn't really necessarily have the necessity of them knowing what schools they want to apply to because some students don't know till late in the game where they want to apply. But try to have a conversation with them, just figuring out where their head is in terms of what they want to do for their career. You know, ask them what their end goal is, what is it, what is their dream job, and kind of go from there because, you know, if you're trying to talk to your student or your child, um, even if it's, you know, someone who looks up to you as their parent figure, Ask them what they want, ultimately, because that's that's going to determine where they look at, what they want to do for college, what schools they look into is what they want to do. Um, so just asking them in regards to what they want to do with their life and their career path is going to be the best option, as opposed to saying, you need to apply to this school. Why aren't you interested? You know, <laughs> stuff like that. Just take a take a step back and see where they're coming from because if you're constantly hounding them with like you need to apply to school you have to apply let's file a fafsa let's go to this college visit like i know if i was a student i'd say you know what i'm just not interested not going i would just rather sit on my phone and since you want to go i'll let you do the talking right um we talked a little bit about this in a previous podcast about um about students that that and and parents trying to figure out like Mm -hmm. how can we get these (laughs) students to why aren't they doing something? What's wrong with them? Why are they so nervous about this stuff and things like that? And the thing we mentioned there was was take a step back and remember what it was like when mm-hmm. you were that age, right? 
I would imagine most parents, most a lot of parents would probably say it's like, yeah, I had I I had to I had to work hard to get to this place, and now my son or daughter is in a better place, right? Mm-hmm. We all tr- we're all trying to get uh, our children to become in a better place, and that's awesome. Like you should be excited that you were able to give them that opportunity that they did not have to worry about the things you had to worry at that age, mm-hmm. but more but look deeper into it in regards to like you the way that you had to grow up versus the way they had to grow up and remember that that those there were still big decisions in your life that you had to do whether you went to college or you didn't go to college um and your son or daughter is trying to figure out whether they should go to college like there's a lot of decisions that that these 18 to 21 year olds have to do right and that we're expecting them to just do it yeah um and and all that so so you want to remember you know what 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 was it like to be that age and to have a little bit of empathy uh there another thing that you can ask them is sometimes they may not be as open to this um or they may not be as receptive but some sometimes but instead of asking them what they want to do ask them what their concerns are you know, because sometimes it's not that they don't want to go to school. It's that, that they don't want to have the conversation because they're scared. Um, and this is because there are a lot of first-generation students out there or maybe their parents don't have a college degree or it's been a long time. Even if their parents do have a college degree, they may not remember what the college process was like. Um, you know, students, I'm sure this has been brought up in previous podcasts, but students at this point, especially high school students, they're trying to figure out, they're being told you have to know what you want to do for the rest of your life while having to ask to go to the bathroom. So it's a, there's a really big disconnect in regards to they want to be independent, but not independent to the effect that if they have to go use the washroom, they can't just go, they have to ask permission. So trying to see what they're scared about, because sometimes that fear is more powerful than what their wants are. Mm -hmm. So asking them, why are you maybe don't say why are you scared to go to college but ask them what are they worried about Uh, because that can also be a door opener for their conversation as to what they're nervous about and kind of going back to what I mentioned previously about coming to admissions appointments but that's what we're here for you know because we were once high school students whether it was two years ago 10 years ago 15 years ago like we remember what it was like why are you looking at me that way I didn't even look at you but (laughs) Thinking I'm old. If the shoe fits. <laughs> <laughs> one last thing. One yes. last thing uh, about about uh, the communication theme is yes. that sometimes parents are. Uh, some of you out there that are listening are like, I'm not going to talk to my child about our financial situation. Mm-hmm. They keep that very private and things like that. How important do you think communicating with your student that's trying to figure out how to pay for college? How important do you think it is to discuss? finances it's very important um but i think it really depends on how you have that conversation um sometimes during your senior year even in junior year of high school students are figuring out different kind of scholarships that you can apply for in their senior year they're talking about the fafsa which is the free application for federal student aid Um, if a student doesn't qualify for that they would qualify for either the alternative application or institutional applications for financial aid but these are really important um a lot of parents particularly 
I see this among families that tend to be like upper middle class or upper class families. They automatically will tell me, you know what, I'm not gonna file the application. We make too much money. I know we're not gonna get anything from these applications, so I'm not even gonna file. That's really kind of um, not a bad approach to a take to to take to that, but you really kind of have to be again open minded in regards to what you can qualify for through those because those applications, what they determine is based on financial need, financial income within the household, if the student qualifies for any kind of grant money, which is free money that you don't have to pay back. And I think everybody wants that. So even if you think you might make too much, still do it because you still your student can qualify for student loans if they want to take them out. Those options are there, but you might be surprised in what you might qualify for in terms of grants. Um, even if you don't get anything from the FAFSA itself, a lot of different universities have different you know, donor scholarships and institutional grants that you can still receive as well. So just because you may think that you may not qualify for something, even if you don't, like it's a free application, it doesn't cost you anything to file except about 40 minutes of your time. Um, you know, you never know what you can qualify for, but I think just having that mindset of, I'm not going to apply, we make too much money, not necessarily, because there are plenty of families that can still receive some financial assistance right off the bat. Um, so that's in regards to the different financial aid side of it. Um, but just having that open mind in regards to finances will kind of give you a better option for different scholarships that you can apply for. Um, you know, talk to students about scholarships that you can get based on merit. But, you know, something that you can also consider this isn't specifically tied to like finances, but look at a different employers, you know, different employers will have scholarship options, but you know, different, you know, you'll have scholarships for left-handedness, being blue eyed, talk about the different scholarship options just to kind of go off of that financial topic. But having that discussion about finances kind of just lets the student know that, you know, college is okay. Because I think if parents kind of have that hush-hush situation on finances, oh, we're not going to file because we make too much, we're not going to do this, like, that just closes the door. They back off and they close the door. So having that discussion about your household finances can open that conversation in regards to, do you, you know, should you file for the federal application for financial aid or some version of it, depending upon, you know, household situation, um, are there any other scholarships that you could look for based upon, you know, different characteristics? That, that, that conversation opens that whole door. So having that conversation up front um, is going to be important to success, not only in regards to majors, in regards to where you want to go, but that's also going to dictate as well the different options that you have down the line too. So I just want to finish with, uh, let's be, about being frank. Let's be frank with these parents, mm-hmm. right? The first thing that you want to do parents is question how is your communication with your son or daughter if you have great communication great you should question it anyway right if your if your communication you wish it was better great question it figure out why what's going on what type of communication do you is your student uh receptive to and if you're not open if you're not open to the conversation you're not going to get you're not going to get the answers you want Mm -hmm. okay so that's that's just putting it out there uh, and being frank. Yeah. Okay. So I appreciate you listening, and we will see you next time. Thank you, Nikki.